podcast um so i'm pandora and today i'm joined by mia uh, hi everyone i'm mia i'm a third year and i'm the livers out rep this year with bradley uh we've also joined by cameron hi i'm cameron uh, i'm a liver out this year i'm in my third year but my fourth year of study because last year i was on a year abroad in tokyo and we're also joined by lucy Hey everyone, I'm Lucy. I'm a second year in Hatfield and also an international student. So Mia, can you tell us more about the welfare campaign for Living Out? This year for the welfare campaign, uh, we're really focusing on making sure people are informed before they sign for a house um, and are prepared that they are signing a legally binding contract. So we just want everyone to make the right decisions um, and be sensible before signing. Yeah, definitely also don't get swept up in the hype because I know with Durham there's a massive hype. Yeah, I would agree. I think in my first year, um, as soon as one sort of group of people decided they wanted to start looking for houses, everyone sort of felt like they needed to start looking for houses when that wasn't really the case. Um, Yeah, I had exactly the same experience. You get to the end of October, start of November, and people suddenly start signing houses. Um. I actually waited a bit longer, so I waited till the end of December, so the end of like first time to sign, and for me that was a really good decision because I ended up uh, choosing the right housemates for me, and I mm. live with them still now. So, but what about you, Cameron? Because so, you, you had a fun time. So yeah, you're asking me to think of a way way back. Um, <clears throat> I had I agreed to join a group very very early, um, and then I kind of panicked left that group in about sort of uh, late November time because it felt like we weren't getting anywhere and I was scared that I was going to hold back the group from signing a house, the house they wanted, um, because we had disagreements over various things uh, and so I ended up living in it my second year actually, which was a, honestly a great experience. But... Yeah, how did you find living in? Because you've got that difference of seeing all of your all of your friends like living out but then also you've got new friends being freshers. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I actually ended up hanging out with some very different groups in second year than in my first year but I don't think that was um, necessarily that much to do with housing um, and I'm, I am generally quite an outgoing friendly person so I, I had to absolutely no problem making friends in my, um, in, with my hallmates. Mm. So how did you find signing? Because you went on a year abroad. I had a really good group of people who I knew I wanted to live with from basically the start of second year, so, which is obviously why a year before I need to be thinking about it. So, so I just basically left it all to them. I trusted them a lot. There wasn't really any problems there. I did have to, there were a few because of the time difference. I had to, there were a few late nights doing on Skype, sort of talking to people and making sure everything was going smoothly on their end. Uh, but in the end, I'm very happy with the house as it stands and met some, you know, it's been good. It's been good. That's really good. Yeah. So Lucy, being an international student, is there anything that affected you being an international student? Because I know that there are some legal procedures that are a little bit different. Yeah, it can be a little bit tricky. I think that most of the problems I ended up encountering sort of arose around payment issues. So for example, um, 
most of my money is in a different country. And so I was hoping that I would be able to pay my rent from a foreign bank account, but it doesn't quite work like that. So it's doable. It's all very doable. It just is a little bit more complicated. So I have had to set up a couple different, you know, like monthly transfers to different bank accounts. So um, it's definitely not simple, but definitely solvable. Um, and with some thought, not anything to worry about generally. Yes, because I know my housemate was telling me how she had to use uh, Castle Chaplin as one of her UK-based guarantors, <laughs> which is yeah. such a random person to use. But definitely, mm. uh, I think the yeah. wise words of wisdom from that are ask college for help if you for need. For sure. Yeah, college is definitely super willing and um, wants to help out however they can. I personally didn't run into the issue of needing a UK-based guarantor, but I know that that's something that does happen. Um, but if that's a problem, college can definitely provide advice or maybe provide a solution if they can. Um, mm. But definitely do not be afraid to ask for help um, if that's something that you think you'll need. Um, yeah, and the DSU also provide housing advice during the housing season. So they do do some contract checks, um, depending on whether it's via a private landlord or via a letting agency. So the DSU do provide really good support for students as well um, as they begin to sign for a house. So, what areas have you lived in Durham, and are there any pros and cons about areas? Um, so, in my in my second year, I lived in the viaduct, but like the end of the viaduct, so it's kind of more like Neville's Cross. Um, it's about a thirty-minute walk to the science site. So, realistically, living there compared to Gate or like the end of Clay Park isn't really too big a difference, like distance-wise. I think in hindsight. I, if I knew that when I was signing in first year, I would have been more likely to consider Clay Path as a destination or even like the start of Gate. Um, I think sometimes in different colleges, there's like a lot of people who say, oh, you have to live in the viaduct or you have to live in a certain area. And that's completely false. Uh, there's pros and cons of all the different areas and some locations in the viaduct are equidistant to areas in Clay Path and Gate to the science site. So I think that's a myth in Durham and then in my third year I moved over to uh, near Hallgar Street area which for me is just a lot easier and convenient especially being a third year because it's just close to the science site um, and that's the main benefit of that area for me but it's a bit further from Tesco so pros and cons. So Lucy where are you living right now? So yeah I guess I live in like the Viaduct North Road area um, which, to be honest, I just chose because when I was talking to other people, it seemed like everyone wanted to live in the viaduct, and I wanted to be close to people. But generally, I found that I have loads of friends who don't live in the viaduct this year, and I still see them plenty. We see each other at the science site a lot. We see each other um, at different sorts of things outside, and everyone is still pretty willing to like, walk to each other's houses. Um, so I, I'm very happy in the viaduct. Like I would live in the viaduct again, but... Um, it's not necessarily something you have to feel like peer pressured into. Seen a part of, it's definitely where a lot of the second year parties occur. Yeah. Uh, but then again, they can also occur anywhere. So Clay Park is a lovely area. It's also got Clay Park Delicatessen, which is the best bread in Durham. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also Winnie Hill, which is very, very good if you are a um, DU student or if you want to be quite close to the um, science site. But then that can also like be grouped with Elvit. So also, if you do like, like a humanities subject that's really good 
Neville's Cross, I think, is really, really similar to the viaduct in its like distance. Would you agree? I would agree. I think that I, I know one of my really good friends actually lives in Neville's Cross and has the most beautiful house, and it's really not very far from the viaduct at all. Um, so I think that was something I wish I would have known to consider more. I think that people say it's like really far when it's not generally that much of a track, honestly. Yeah, and as soon as you get to like Gate and Neville's Cross, the houses do get bigger, so you're getting more for your money realistically just for a bit of an extra walk. So you need to think about what you prioritise. Do you prioritise rolling out of bed and getting to a lecture or do you not mind like a 30 minute walk to have like a bigger house that's just a tiny bit further out? And I think we forget that in Durham we're actually really lucky in the fact that it's so small that we can walk everywhere. Like in most other unis, you'd have to get like a bus in mm. or use public transport, whereas many of us don't have to do that. So I feel like sometimes um, that it's so close that we can walk to the other side of town in like 30 minutes. <clears throat> yeah, that's just the door. Um, yeah, no, I forgot my friend in Manchester was telling me about all of the bus passes and how happy she was with the discount bus pass. I'm like, I've never bought a bus ticket here <laughs> because we are so lucky. Probably Am I going a little bit too? bit too low. I think low. Look, on, look on the websites because unfortunately Durham prices change year to year. So mm. I'm going too low. I was thinking of Isaac's price. Isaac was telling me he was so yeah. proud. Back in back in our day, back in <laughs> talking <laughs> a long long day. time ago, three years ago, the prices were noticeably cheaper than even mm. what two years later when I was signing. Yeah, um, it's mad. Mm. I think the prices definitely are very expensive, but also that's a good thing to discuss with like your housemates that are going. If say you've got the biggest room, it's often quite nice yeah. to go. Oh, mm. maybe you should pay a bit more if you're living in the big room. Whereas I lived in the box room, mm -hmm. so I got to live in an amazing location and pay very very little price. And also because I live downstairs, uh, I'm paying the cheapest yet again, which mm -hmm. is not bad. And my parents love yeah. me. <laughs> I think that's also something to consider when you're thinking about the people you want to live with. Is if everyone in your group like I think it's a good idea to have that sort of discussion and be like what sort of budget does everyone have um because I know one one of my friends lives with a group of people whose main objective is just to find the cheapest house they can possibly find and that makes them good housemates for each other mm. um so that's something definitely to consider and yeah it's good to consider also say if you live in a very a nice quiet studio's house or whether like your your friends if you find you party more mm. it's better to live with people who go out to more parties. I, I know a lot of friction that I remember from like chatting to people when we were living out in second year was going, oh, they love to party, but I love to stay in, and then they come home quite late, and they're just quite noisy. So it's good to consider these when you are choosing your houses and who you want to live with. Um, I think another point about choosing who you want to live with is about knowing yourself and prioritising your own needs. Like, I have friends that I really love they're really good friends but I just don't think we'd work together living in a house and it's being able to say that to someone like I get on with you I still want to spend time with you but I just feel like we wouldn't be the best housemates and that probably would be detrimental to our friendship so it's it's really important to consider what you want in a house and then find housemates that work around that for you like you don't even have to be like best of friends with all your housemates at the end of the day they're your housemates you live with them you can socialize with other people um so I think that's important like choose your housemates for what you want mm. in your house I, yeah in my um 
first year. So that was actually a big reason why I ended up living in is that I really, I agreed to live with people early in the, the sort of rush. Um, and I cared a lot about location. And that was my, my big thing was, you know, I wanted to be able to roll out of bed and get straight to the science site or to Albert because I had lectures at both. And, um, we just had basically differing, differing priorities. Um, and in the end I thought, you know what, actually living in was the best option for me because, you know, I could be right next to those lectures that I wanted to be on. Mm. Um, very, very sensible. That was exactly, so the people who lived in my house that I lived in in second year, they only agreed to sign the house after they timed how long it was to walk to the library, which was 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I think it is good to prioritise what you want uh, and also to make sure that you are happy because definitely don't feel that you're obliged to people. So don't also don't fully commit because then you can be stuck with people that you're just unsure of and maybe you've got a different offer which you would have preferred but your loyalty to the first people stops you so yeah no make sure that you're happy I think is the big key thing for a lot of people along the lines of that I also would say don't feel like you should be pressured to sign like sometimes people come up to you with like a contract and be like oh I just saw this house like it looks really amazing it's gonna go make sure you sign this sign that and it's in first year, that's so overwhelming because most people haven't signed a legal contract before. They've probably never seen one. Don't be pressured because if there's an inkling in you, if there's like one like part of you that's thinking like you have doubts about that situation when you're signing the sheet, like that's a massive warning sign. I would definitely say take time to think about the situation. Think about who you're living with. And if you miss that house because you weren't committed at that point, that's probably a good thing. Because there will be other houses, they might be five minutes further away, or they might not be as nice. But if you're living in a really friendly, warm, uh, comfortable environment, then that's worth more than anything, really. So one other thing to discuss is, uh, like, houses, like, and room site, like, houses, house sizes, how many people you live with. Because, like, with Durham, there's, like, a wealth of, um, so different houses. So, how many did you live with, Mia? Um, so, in my second year, there were five of us. So, as I said, we lived, like, at the edge of the viaduct. Um, and then for my third year, now, we've dropped down to four. Um, both of those I found are quite nice sizes. Like, there's never too many people in the kitchen, apart from a couple of occasions. Um, and, like, we definitely have, like, quite different schedules. Um, so, like, we never had an issue, like, sharing the bathroom or stuff like that. And then for my fourth year, I'm going to go down to just sharing with one other person um and that's basically over the fact that I'd rather live with someone I get along with really well than with a bigger group of people um so I'm prioritizing that for like my future years um especially because next year I'm gonna be quite busy anyway so no social life for me <laughs> <laughs> what about you Cameron how many are you living so with I'm living with seven uh, right at the start of Clay Park near Hillbead um I think it is a big house and it is, it gets very packed and very busy. Uh, the kitchen does get quite, it fills up quickly, definitely. Um, especially when people aren't doing their cleaning then. Um, <laughs> but we're, you know, we're all quite a, you know, we're a, a loud bunch, an energetic bunch. Um, and so it, it kind of suits me because 
we're, I think one of those sort of, you know, um, every, everyone's got a set of earplugs, shall we say. <laughs> um, because, you know, if, if, yeah. Everyone's got um, a set of So it is, it is busy. It is loud. There are very often people chatting in the living room at 3 a.m. Um, but that's what works for me because that's the sort of lifestyle I enjoy, mm. I guess. So what about you, Lucy? Yeah, so I live in a house that's three people, including myself, um, and I really agree with Mia's point, what she just said, that she'd rather live with less people who she gets along with better. Um, and that's what I found, especially at the start of first year when I was signing. Um, I had two really close friends, um, and we felt a lot of pressure because it seemed like everyone wanted to live in these really big, really loud houses, but all of us are quite studious people and though those were the two people out of anyone that I could feel comfortable at the time saying that I wanted to live with in the future um and so we're really quite enjoying living together I think that we made the best choice for us living in a smaller quieter house um and I'm really glad that I picked those two people um that was just trusting my gut you know who I thought I could be friends with in the future mm. so yeah yeah, yeah. and again it's about picking those like likewise people like some people like to have like house cleaning rotor uh, stuff like that I tried so, that and everyone got so upset <laughs> you know what? we have a, we have a house cleaning rotor and we like um we have like a list of like all the dates to put the bins out and we have stuff like that mm-hmm. we also have a really uh, a sheet this year where because we share items in our house that we buy collectively like so we make a tally of who's bought what um to make sure that we all buy equal amounts which is quite good because last year definitely certain people were buying loads of toilet roll and other people were using the toilet roll (laughs) (laughs) but not buying it um so we're avoiding that this year oh no that's sensible and there's definitely apps that you can get which like share out money so um for me i find that i'm always the one who's buying loo roll i am always the one who buys the cleaning supplies because no one ever actually knows how to use them um It does say a lot about Um We use an app called Splitwise. Um, that's a really, that's good, a really one. good one where it's not necessarily specifically for household items, but if you buy something that you want to split with people, it does it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're sort of like racking up a tab and you owe someone money and they owe someone else money, it can like cancel it so that you just owe the third person money, which is quite nice. That's yeah. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. But another thing I guess I would <laughs> say quickly... <laughs> Um, when you, when you're picking your housemates, like you have to have in mind that there will be, you know, disagreements no matter what in the house because buying toilet paper is complicated. You want to make sure that you, um, live with the kind of people that you would feel comfortable going up to and saying, I've bought all the toilet paper. You need to buy some now. And you know, if you can't see yourself being able to be frank and honest with someone, you probably shouldn't live with them. If you can't scream at them Mm -hmm. and realize that you can make up within half a day then maybe you shouldn't live with them. I think that's what I have definitely found with my housemates is that it's brilliant because they just laugh at me when I go into like full meltdown. <laughs> and that's what I need. I need I need yeah. people to laugh at me. So it yeah. is <laughs> laugh at me because then I'll start apologising. And when you live with someone, you do... They get to know you really well. <laughs> they see you at your best and they also see you at your worst. Often on the toilet. Um, yeah, on the yeah. toilet, um, in the shower. House has got one bathroom. Yeah, I've had a shower at my housemate once. Only once, actually. Mm-hmm. We're generally a chill bunch, but yeah. they did do something pretty bad. 
I think it's also just knowing when to pick your fights as well with yeah. houses. So for me, my current gripe is that people keep on putting sharp knives in the dishwasher. Uh, knife etiquette is something that is really big for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but... that's probably... Most of the houses don't even have a dishwasher. <laughs> it's not an issue for us. It's blunt. I've literally had to go and buy a new knife. But um, it's no one to pick your battles. Yeah. So yeah. no one to become petty and just think to yourself that you're a better person. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is one thing that I definitely found living in a house. That, but also, like, you might have a list about, like, your housemates going, mm-hmm. oh... They've never taken out the bins, but they'll have a list about you going, oh, yeah. Yeah. why do you leave your smelly socks on the floor? But saying that, you can definitely, like, play to each other's strengths. Like, for example, in my house, I'm the only one who ever cleans the bathroom, because I don't mind doing it, but I hate cleaning the kitchen, so I don't do that, and they do it for me. That's really you know? Yeah. So, you got to be able to make deals like that. Mm. It, is, it is all mm-hmm. about those deals. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, so to conclude... Um, yeah, uh, there's lovely <coughs> places to live in Durham. So there's Jarsgate, which is close to Claypath, Viaduct, Winnie Hill, Neville's Cross. They're all brilliant places to live. Prioritise who you live with. Uh, Prioritise yourself is the key thing that we're always going to say. Wealth yourself, love yourself, take care of yourself. And don't commit until you're ready to commit. Don't feel pressured, I think. With that, yeah, that I good? think from, uh, yeah, from team welfare, it's about... Uh, thing during the housing season which can be a really stressful time uh, for a lot of people uh, remember what you want um, prioritize your own needs um, and stuff like that remember there are support networks here for you in Durham to support you during like the time of signing a house um, and just remember that don't feel like you're isolated on your and you're on your own because you're definitely not there's loads of people who've been through it that are here to help you yeah and if you also want to live on your own, there are definitely houses. There are so many like studios which and are also you, available. And you can live back in college yeah. too. Um, you, get to, you get to pick your own room as well, so you almost certainly have an ensuite. Ooh, that is what you want. So mm. there's the option even to move back into college in the second year, which is um, really important not to forget. Which is a big thing, definitely. Had I thought about that more, I would have probably lived in college because the food is really good. Mm. and again it just suits some people's lifestyle yes it can suit Mm. people's lifestyle if you want to roll out of bed every morning yeah exactly i know people who after hearing that i lived in were like thought it was absolutely absurd because they love to cook and Mm. like for some people they just love to cook i hate to cook i hate to clean i'm an awful (laughs) housemate and the Um, cleaners are really nice in durham and i just yeah i love i love the college atmosphere i do love hatfield um what can I say? So, well, so. on that note, we all love Hatfield. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and see you next time. Bye.